Hello and welcome to Reality Check on ColonaNow.com. I'm Cassie. And this is Mark. And this is our Survivor podcast. Our second week, we're going to go over that really cool episode that aired last week. And we'll be talking with Marissa, who is the latest castaway of the show. So make sure you watch tonight's episode, 8 p.m. on Global. And we will be back next week with another podcast. So, Mark, what did you think about last week's episode? I actually thought it was probably one of the stronger episodes in the last maybe two seasons. Uh, There's so much going on. There's tons to talk about. But um, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Even even my wife, who who's kind of given up a bit on Survivor, she was glued to, to the episode. So. What's, what stood out the most for you? Um, there's a lot that stood out. I guess the biggest thing that, that which took took the most amount of time airtime is the fight at the Coliseum there where, yeah. where they do the duels like Candace comes out flips Brad the bird yeah she definitely came out guns blazing she was just not having it as soon as she saw John come back to Redemption Island she just got fired right up it was pretty impressive to see her though open her mouth the way that she did and just lay it on Brad and it was kind of unfortunate because then John started ganging up and then um, Marissa started ganging up, so it was just like everyone at Redemption Island was just lambasting Brad, which was kind of unfair in a, in a way. But Slightly unfair, but uh, yeah, justified in a, in a way, I guess. But uh, it, it sure made for interesting TV. And Brad, Brad just kind of lay, sat back and took it pretty well. But um, I thought it was funny when Candace actually said, um, when Jeff asked her, who she wished would have been coming to Redemption Island. And she said she wishes it would have been somebody she could hate like Brad Culpepper. So <laughs> she full named him. And when you full name someone, that means you're really mad. Yeah, that's true. She full named him. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that a verb? Have we made up a new verb? Yeah, full named Full him. named. He was full named. Yeah, and, and then they also said that Brad's idea and he shouldn't be trusted and the king needs to be knocked off his throne. That's what John said. So everyone was just really, really kicking his butt verbally. Was, yeah, and and Monica, you, they kept flipping to Monica and you could just see her cringing. Yeah. It's like, what are they doing to my husband? Well, and so they did that puzzle, which was, I think, the most intense puzzle I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That was really crazy, but... Then Brad whispers, I think I can still get John to like me. And that was interesting because he didn't, even when he was getting verbally destroyed by everyone, he was still thinking about his game and his strategy and how he can get himself out of situations. So I thought that was really interesting. And then that leads us to the next topic of conversation is Brad's exit. Exit. He totally got blindsided, completely blindsided. He did not see, there's he, There's no way he saw that coming. No, and he still stayed really political and ended up shaking everyone's hand and saying he's not mad at them, which was probably pretty shocking to everyone because Brad seems like a hothead and he was really cool and collected in the, in the moment. Yeah, I think that was probably one of the strangest moves I've seen in a long time on Survivor. Like, you would think, yeah, he would be really hot-headed and just blow up. Because mm-hmm. he's already been taking a lot of crap all for the last three days. Yeah. And now he gets voted out. And, uh, yeah, he played it really cool. And I don't know what are his intentions. What are It's his... definitely strategy. It's definitely oh, strategy. Sure. Like, at the, at, even when he's getting um, everyone yelling at him at the duel, and then when he's leaving, he's wanting to keep 
everything really cordial, which is really impressive. He really didn't break character at all, and so he's still strategizing. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Redemption Island and how Brad tries to fix that relationship between Candace and John. Yeah, how if do, he can. He 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 thinks he deeply thinks that he can repair that relationship. Mm -hmm. That he can come in there and all of a sudden Candace is gonna love him again. I don't I don't know if that's true, but he he See thinks what he thinks it. So yeah, that that dynamic in the episode that's gonna be our well. And even his wife doesn't even believe in him. Monica even said with her one on one with the camera that. She doesn't even think Brad's going to make it to the merge. So right. she's she, lost total belief in her husband. Do you, well now, here, I know, here's a kind of a tangent. What, what do you think the relationship between Monica and Brad, do you think they have a strong marriage? It does, I'm not sure about that. I don't know, because you can't see them you interact know, at all. But, but there's something that just is missing there that, I don't know, whatever. I think Monica's doing the right thing, though, because if she was about to, Chirp. She chirped a little bit, but if she was to really chirp in her husband's defense, and she would be putting a target on herself, and yeah. so she really just needs to keep her mouth shut and try to stay behind everything. And burn and burn clues to the hidden media. Yeah, that was really <laughs> odd. I've never seen. Well, obviously, like I said, this is my first season of Survivor. But when when Monica burned that that clue, it was really shocking. But I think she did the right thing because everyone started getting sketched out by John when he had those two clues and. She was just like, you know what? I'm not having any of it. I don't know if it was really her idea because Brad right away was like, burn it, burn, burn it. it burn so it, yeah. I don't know if it was his idea yeah. or her idea. It was hard to tell with the way that production put that yeah. all together. So it 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 was. She's definitely in a catch twenty two. Like yeah. if she burns it, you know, takes the target off her back. But if she gets it, obviously she could have a clue, and then she's got the idol. Yeah. And then, but I can't. I don't know. I don't see her. Even if she had the clue, because John had two. And he couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't see her would be fine. Yeah, her. she maybe we're wrong. Maybe I don't know. What else? What else was interesting in the episode? Well, and then we on? have Hayden, our big brother gentleman. Uh, he has coined two terms in this episode: getting jawned, which was funny, referring yeah. to getting backstabbed. Yeah. Getting and jawned. the second one, uh, we lost to a one-armed dude and three moms. Brutal, brutal. Probably the quote of the episode. Yeah, I for sure. I, I like the getting jawned. I think that's going to stick all season. I think that's really funny. Yeah. Another uh, another verb. Yeah. To get jawned. And then Tyson, you know, I was looking forward to see how his gameplay was going to be now that his arm was hurt. And uh, there wasn't really too, too much about him. Just the sneaky coconuts, him and Jervis running around sneaking coconuts. And I know you have a couple thoughts on that. So Yeah, I don't, you know, this... I don't think in any any season of Survivor that people have gotten away with hiding the fact that they're eating or drinking. I've never seen that happen. So it'll be really cool to see whether these two can get, how long they can get away with it. I think it's really hilarious that they have the women convinced it's a crab making these yeah. like precise yeah, well, little holes. The, like, yeah, it's, it's give just me a, a break. crab. And that, well, I guess you know when you're hungry and you're out there and you're really tired, maybe maybe your brain actually allows you to believe that it's just a crab. That's a pretty stealth crab that can drill like a perfect hole. That's pretty impressive. I want to meet that crab. Yeah, me too. I want to meet that crab. I want to. I bet that crab would talk. Oh man. Yeah, talk probably have two legs and yeah. two arms and have. Yeah. A, yeah. No, I didn't get silly. Under the sea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then crab. the last thing really I think we need to talk about is 
the fact that the loved ones tribe is just constantly losing challenge after challenge. And the last, the one challenge they lost was with Sierra on the puzzles. And again, she's on pu the puzzle and they lose. And they lose. Why would they make the decision to put her on puzzles again? Makes absolutely no sense. It's a huge head the head scratcher. Yeah, it's just, I don't understand why they would even bother... I don't know. Like, that that whole loss I blame on, on Sierra for sure. And I just, I find it mind-blowing that they would put her on a puzzle again. Yeah, the loss for sure on Sierra. And and just the fact that Sierra is still around, I don't, I don't I'm surprised. Because you'd think she would be, especially during this, that episode's mm -hmm. vote, I thought she was gone. But I guess not. So we have Marissa's interview here up next. It was really awesome to talk to her, and I'm actually quite disappointed she didn't make it longer in the season because, like I said on the last podcast, I was really hoping she would get back in the game and her and her loud mouth would uh, stir things up a bit. So it was kind of a bummer to see her go, and she was really awesome to talk to. It was a major bummer. Uh, I thought she would go far, and I was hoping hoping she'd go far. Just, yeah, just for what you said, she, her, her big mouth would have been... Really interesting, good good fodder for the production team to mm -hmm. use uh, over and over. But uh, well, it's getting down to some pretty boring characters on on the loved one side. Yes, it yes. is, and then the team is dwindling down, and and it's I don't know. I think I was talking to someone yesterday. I'm really feeling like at this point um, they're gonna have no one left on the right, loved yeah. ones, and then they might even have to split they're up the two teams up. Yeah, or something or edges. merge way sooner because yeah. it's just there it's getting ridiculous yeah i think there's going to be a shake up possibly in uh, tonight's episode we'll, hopefully we'll cross see. our fingers but yeah so if, uh, i guess just for now listen to our interview with uh, marissa and we'll be back next week we will be back next week for sure thanks for listening everybody hey marissa how's it going Hi, I'm doing well. So you're here with Mark and Cass. Um, Hi, Marissa. Hey. So I guess our first question, how much of your game do you think was hurt by uh, Uncle Jervis acting up the way he did? <laughs> honestly, it's surprising, but honestly, I feel like if he had a cheer like that, it would have been the same thing, honestly. I feel like my child would have been like, okay, well, Jervis slammed so bad, so you're out, Marissa, because honestly, his celebration had nothing to do with me. It was just because I stepped on Brad's post in the beginning and I blatantly said, I don't want you in my tribe. And he has a power, so he used his power and got rid of me. Was there a lot of plotting on uh, Redemption Island against Brad between you and Candace? Um, not really. I guess most of the time where we would strategize the most is when somebody would come out to Redemption, tell us about, so like Rachel and John, tell us about what was going on on the tribe, and then it was like, okay, we're, what are we going to prepare to say tomorrow? Because this is the only time that it feels like we have any real life in this game, so what are we going to say? What are we going to... So you guys, that's actually interesting, because I was just going to ask you about that. Because at, at the duels, it seemed like it's like an open forum this season where you guys are kind of airing all the dirty laundry. So that's something that you guys would prepare for in advance then. Um, I guess like the, the very, the first duel when um, Rupert got home, there was, a, there was a little less of that. Um, and then I think part of the reason why I was just getting frustrated um, by, by Brad. And because he would sit up there in the arena and say like, I'm not calling the shots, I'm not doing anything, knowing that he was. And then, 
finally I got the gratification, like when I saw his his um his personal interviews and that's when he's admitting it, like, yeah, I am running everything, like I am basically ruling this tribe. So I was just getting frustrated and still like not satisfied by the answer that they gave me, basically saying Jersey is the reason that you're there. Because I just knew that that wasn't true. There was something else. And I just wanted Brad to admit. So that's why I would be getting like so heated and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that being very, very frustrating. Like, are, do you think with Brad now, are the loved ones in as much trouble as they seem to be? Are they better off without him? Um, I don't know. And that's one thing I'm interested to see. Like, okay, is Tadhana finally going to win a challenge? Because still, like, even though I feel like Brad is a douchebag, like, he was a strong, he is a strong person, like, on the tribe. And he, mm. just like I thought that I was helping, like, in the very first challenge, like, helping put Tadhana ahead, like, is definitely a strong player and he can help do that. But then say this is gonna be the third person from Tom Anna or fourth person, like strong person that has gone. So I really have no idea. And I, I really have and I guess it's so frustrating for me because like when I'm watching I'm thinking like, what the heck is going on? Especially that the second episode that jousting challenge, like, come on, like King Theory seriously lost your mom, like, what is going on? <laughs> I, I don't know, it's like never tell. I'm interested to watch tonight and see what happens. For sure. Um, so, I guess when you started out, obviously you did not think you'd be exiting this early. But how far How far did you think you'd go? I was thinking that I was going to get top three. And I was thinking, okay, the merge, I will, I will make the merge at the very least. And I'm glad that they didn't use some of the interviews where I had said all this because I would have been pretty cocky and like pretty much a big looter because I did so <laughs> early. But yeah. I was expecting to make it to the market. I was like, okay, first of all, I know I'm going to be strong, a strong competitor and I'll be able to show the distance to my tribe the very first challenge. I do think I would have been able to show like a better social game if I didn't feel like I was in the space because Jervis had told me like once we were out there we saw Arth like okay, he knows Arth, he already knows Arth and he's like okay, I know Arth's good people, you should work with his brother. And then as soon as we got to campsite, he just was the first person to approach me and said okay, basically the same thing that Jervis had said like okay, we should all work together so we can make it to the final four. So I'm thinking okay, I know the Five Eyes Alliance is alive, like I, I, I'm not oblivious to them all going to get water together and making these decisions. Let me just hang back. I'll be the sixth guy if I need be for now. There's no need to, like, round up all the girls and try to get one of the guys to flip and put a target on my back for no reason if I'm already safe. So let me not even worry about it so quick. But I guess I should have been worrying about that, and maybe I should have tried to round the girls up together. How did uh, you and Jervis prepare for, for this season? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because Jervis is... Uh, oldest castaway to return he is from the first season so all of his advice is coming from 13 years ago versus some of the fresher advice from some people's loved ones who were on like One World for instance but it I don't know I, I think he I don't know all the advice kind of goes out the window when you're actually submerged on that island like the very first day because one of the things he had said was okay watch your mouth like you don't want to upset the wrong person and I immediately opened my mouth, just forgetting, okay, I have to have some type of sensor out here. And I told Brad, like, okay, I don't want you in my tribe the very, from the very get-go. So it's like, I don't know. 
I feel like he did give me good advice, but once I was actually in their situation, it was like, okay, this still has to be my game. I have to play it my way. Right. Yeah, for sure. I, I can't even imagine how hard it would be. Even with all the advice in the world, you get on there and be like, okay, yeah, as you said, goes out the window completely. Um, so now, I, from your perspective, who has the most power in the game? Vetus, okay. How come? Actually, I would say Tyson because last episode when Hayden says like Tyrone got beat by a one-armed man and two moms, like maybe <laughs> actually maybe Tyson because he is like kind of not that he's running the show, but you can see him last episode, him and um Jerv being the coconut fan. It's like he is I don't know, he almost gets the sympathy card because he does have the hurt arm, but he's still able to compete just as good as anybody else. So I would say um, Tyson has a lot of power right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think so. I think we got to watch out for that guy. <laughs> what is, looking back, what is your biggest regret as far as the game? Um, okay, I, I guess I'd say my biggest regret is just like when I was thinking, okay, I'm in the blinds with Vetus and he's telling me, okay, everything's good, we're voting for Katie, not to just settle with, okay, things are good. Because I knew that people had felt some type of way about Jerry's celebration. That's why I tried to squash it. But I guess, I don't know, because I guess there's really no way I could have now thinking, like, prepared myself for that because every, the people that I asked, like, okay, that's the good, they had told me Katie. So I was thinking, okay, Katie is going in because of her performance on the challenge. There's no reason why they would want to lose me. I was thinking about all my positive attributes and why they would want to lose that. But still part of me thinks, like, okay, maybe if I still would have tried to, I guess, round up those girls and risk having one of the guys split just to have a secure alliance versus being in a sub-alliance that's already secure. So I guess that would be my one regret. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us, Marissa. We, uh, oh, we, thank it's, you. It sucked to see you go so early. We wanted you to be around for a long time. <laughs> oh, so did I. Yeah, oh, I'm sure <laughs> you did. Well, we'll see you at the finale. And uh, th again, thanks a lot. All the best. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.